what's on your mind, and I always tell them in reply, pure energy. Welcome to Music Raygun. My name is Paul Champanelli. My name is Kirk Pinchon. And this is the show for which every episode we choose a music topic, then watch video clips about that topic and talk about the clips. Right, Steve Kirkle? Pure energy. Mm. Oh, you got that reference? Yeah, fucking Information Society. Yeah, you didn't know Jimmy Ray. No. But but you got the Information Society. Oh, fucking love the Information Society. That song was awesome. I thought you'd get that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know I could break you down. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) I used to dance to that song all the time. It's definitely a better song than Jimmy Ray. Talk about a one-hit wonder. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah, it's good. See, it's a it was good. Wonders. Immediately, I just got all excited about Information Society. Did you know it as soon as I said, tell me what's on your mind? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Okay. But we're not here to talk about Information Society. We could talk about Information Society and have a whole episode. We'll do a about whole episode on Information <laughs> Society and all their songs. All their big hits. But no, yeah. we're here to What year is that? Like 89. Oh, is that late? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was earlier in yeah. the 80s. Okay. That's um, when like high energy music became like a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like a precursor to house, maybe. Or it I... was like house morphed into something a little poppier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not the topic. That's to... not remotely what we're here about. No, the topic tonight is is we're doing another sequel. Yeah, this isn't the second episode in this uh, subject we're doing. It's the third. It's the third. We did a trilogy. Something we haven't done in a long time. We did the first one really early, and we followed yes. up. Very quickly on it, I think within a year. Yes, because uh, we started this show in February of 2017. Yes, we did the first episode in this series that April wow. to celebrate the birthday of Liz Fair. That was why she oh turned my 50. God. She turned 50 in April 2017. We followed it with a sequel on the anniversary in April of 2018, and we have not returned to it since. Well, not a lot's happened since 2018. <laughs> this is Rebel Girls 3. Trois. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's been a long-ass time. Yeah. Rebel Girls is uh, Rock Chicks. Rock Chicks. Rock Chicks. Yes. Um, the first couple times we did this, I picked most or all of the clips. <laughs> I basically directed Why would this you one. do that? We used to do that a little more. Yeah. A little uh, more expertises. Well, yeah, where we used to have, if it was the topic yeah. that one of us was more knowledgeable oh, about, was pick all the yeah. clips. Uh, full disclosure, this time we each picked five, and then I said, nah, Kirk, you missed the mark on the, <laughs> on the topic for this one. Uh, but that's okay, because... Yeah. Uh, we'll tease that uh, you're going to do the next episode. We got a hot special one for the next one yeah. as well. This is my wheelhouse. We're doing Kirk's wheelhouse yes. next time, which is something we used to do more often. We're not necessarily going to return to it. No, but every now time. and then. Yeah. Did now for Rebel Girls? Yeah. How many of yours do you go? This is straight punk. Ooh, I don't know. Out of your five, do you go? Okay, this is punk. Or is it all kind of blended and mixed together? It's a little bit of a mix. You know, what is punk anyway? You know? Uh, well, that's what we're going to figure out It's almost as right nebulous now. as what, what is Rebel Girls. Like, it's yeah. just something that exists in my mind. It's named after the most popular and famous song by Bikini Kill. Okay. Uh, which is a Riot Girl band. It's yeah. like the Riot Girl band. Yes. In my head, this is something like, like Riot Girl and Adjacent. So pretty punky. Okay. But it also began as a tribute to Liz Fair and included her. And she's nowhere near 
Riot Girl or even punk. Yes, she's just she was just sort of like a snotty '90s rock. Yes, you know. So not all of your all of you doing is '90s. No. Okay. No '80s, '90s, and uh, very recent. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you do have a couple clips in here, and we're going to start with one of yours. I can't even. I mean, I'm so off the mark. I can't even remember what I gave you. I mean, we're going to start. Uh, well, we'll start with one of mine. Okay. I, I made a mistake. We'll start with one of mine. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a definite Riot Girl band. Oh, yeah. I mean, even the name. Yeah, from Seattle. Yes. And like, Riot Girl is not grunge, but it's grunge adjacent in that it was sort of centered in the Seattle area. Yes. Uh, and this is a Seattle band. Very much like L7, but like even nastier. That's so funny because they we're talking about Seven Year Bitch. Seven Year Bitch. Which I've heard of. Yeah. But I think L7 was maybe more popular. Definitely. They had like, they were more Pretend radio we're dead. Yeah, they've got Pretend a lot of radio play. Dead's a Pretend great song. Yeah. Which, which we did in the first yes. Rebel Girls episode. Seven Year Bitch is a little less popular because I think they were a little even gnarlier. Okay. The song that I wanted to do but couldn't find a video and all the live versions were like the sound quality was too bad is called Dead Men Don't Rape. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's a fucking awesome song. That's a great name. Couldn't find part. a great YouTube video to watch yeah. for. It. So we're doing like what sort of their big, not a hit, yeah. but it was the most popular single this and has be, a video. Would this be the thing that they're known for? Yeah. Okay. If anyone knows them, they probably know this song and it does have just a straight up and down music video called This Is Hip Like Junk. I don't, I'm maybe their, I know this? It's from their 1994 album, Viva Zapata. Oh, I know the name of that. Well, because there's a movie called that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's but it was named after, there was a, another band called The Gits and the front woman for that went by the name Zapata. Oh, she okay. was raped and murdered. And so this album is like both a tribute to her and some of the songs are about like oh, finding and killing her. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, I mean, it's a little darker than like, that's yes. great. But, but yeah, I mean, Seven Year Bitch is badass. And they're just like L7, but even harder. Oh, this is so 90s. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know if I know this. No. It's very grunge. It's yeah. very 1994. Definitely. Like feminist rock. Yes. The lead singer seems The answer very to that familiar. question for me is yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the lead singer seems really familiar to me. I don't know why. Yeah, but she also, not to be reductive, but she just she's also just sort of like a type. Yeah, for like, the I 90s. Like, I don't know if you recognize her. She just reminds you of... She reminds you of girls that I knew in the 90s. like that in 1994. Yeah. yeah. Are they still doing stuff? You know, I don't think so, but I'm not sure. I'll look it up. She looks a little, she, she reminds me a little bit of Kim Deal. Yeah. You know, it's it's that vibe. Yes. The where they're just kind of a little bit detached. Yeah. That bass player's playing a stingray. Oh. You know how I love to play that? Now you do. And this is like their happiest That's confrontational so song. <laughs> I, again, I don't know this song, but I'm feeling incredibly nostalgic for it. Yeah. Just a bunch of grunge kids sort of yeah. moshing. It's just a 90s vibe. Yeah, it was a uh, wow. long time ago. 
it makes me miss the 90s, but even though I never listened to this music, I'm like, oh, I miss this. Yeah, they broke up in 97 and never reunited. So oh, they're, wow. they're long gone. Long yeah. Gone. That's, a, that's a pretty quick run. Yeah. Everything about this is so 90s, even like how like the... The film stock looks. Yeah, the, the graininess yes. and like the weird Dutch angles yeah. and the uh, car shots. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty by the numbers. And especially for this, be- like, if this were 92, you'd be like, oh, this is cutting edge. But by 94, this was already getting kind of tired. It was kind of like everyone was doing this. Yeah. There's a little bit of cannonball from the breeders to this a hundred percent. However, it is one of those things where... At the time, it sort of, I think, seemed dated because it was on the downslope of a trend. Yeah. But when you pluck it out of time and revisit it now, it's just kind of like, oh, no, it's just great on its own merits. Yes. Because I'm not just sort of sick of this vibe in general anymore. And so I can... You've had time away from it. Yeah. And I'm not cool enough to be on the same street as (laughs) any of these women. We can't be in their car. No. But yeah, it makes me like nostalgic. And then I was like, oh yeah, Seattle's cool. And I, I miss this thing of like the talky verse and then the loud chorus. Yeah, and then it just kicks in. Even, I mean, the, the, the quiet loud thing that Nirvana's famous for is almost exactly the same, but I like the, the talkiness of the Yeah, verse. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Because then it kicks in here. Oh my god. And they are all fully capable of beating the shit out of me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And they want to. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very much so. That's a great name for a band. Seven Year Bitch. Such a great name. Uh, yes, for, for, a, for an overtly feminist rock yeah. band. I don't think there is a better name. It's so good. Than Seven Year Bitch. Yeah. L7 I always thought was sort of lame. Because it's the L7 square. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, you know, you know? So L7 yeah. is a way of calling someone square. Oh, you make I did not. That's how square I am. I had yeah. no idea. But it's sort of like a corny, you know? Seven year bitch, because it's just like, yeah, we're fucking seven year bitch. What are you going to yeah. do about it? That's, it's, you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. And that to me is exactly the rebel girl vibe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, now I know that you would never listen to that of your own. No, but now I'm all nost- <laughs> I would never. But now I'm all nostalgic for it. Cause yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, just as being yeah. young and in my twenties. Yeah. Uh, this next artist that you brought to the table, <laughs> I'm embarrassed that we've never talked about before. Crazy, because- and I just thought of it because I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Wasn't like Susie Quattro was like one of the original Rebel Girls. Yeah, Susie Quattro is not punk, but is like every punk girl's like first favorite. Yes. Like, yeah. They're like, who did you love growing up? They're like, I wanted to be Susie Quattro. Yeah, you hear it all the time. All the time. Yeah, Susie Quattro rules. And it's a shame on us that we've never talked yes. about it. Yes. And of course, I only know her from the clip that I'm going to show you, which is when she was <laughs> Leather Tuscadero. Which I've never seen. On Happy Days. Yeah, I've barely seen Happy Days. I know that. Pinky Tuscadero was the Fonz's girlfriend. Yes, early in, 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 in earlier episodes. And so is Leather Tuscadero like her sister? Yes. Okay, so they just is was it just in one episode where they were like, Pinky's got a sister, and it's Susie Quattro? Yes, and then but she was on maybe like two or three episodes. Mm. At least okay. at least two or three, maybe four. Yeah. This one, this one might have been a two-parter where it was like Leather is in town. She can do a concert. 
And they're like, oh my God, our le- our backup singer got sick. Joni, can you just fill in? <laughs> of course. And Joni does such a great job that Leather's like, come on tour with us. Ooh. And you're going to, and then she's like, and she she says no. Ah, uh, because Chachi or something. Or... No, I think it's because I've got like, school I can't have school. I can't <laughs> yeah. leave my parents. Yeah, yeah. And as a kid, you're like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. And now you're like, should have fucking gone. Yeah. You don't need to go to school. School doesn't mean shit. Later. Why are you gonna fucking sit yeah. in Milwaukee and hang out with fucking Chachi? Yeah. That fucking Joe Blow. If I ever have kids, I'm gonna tell them like, if you ever have the chance to be a rock star. Do that instead of getting an yeah. education. If someone's offering you a contract, yeah. do that. You can get an education anytime you want. People go to college. I went to college. I had like 80-year-olds in some of my yeah. classes. You can always go to you college. Can, oh, yeah. You can't always become a exactly. rock star. Do it when you're a teenager if you can. Do yes. it now. Do it now because it won't last anyway. Yeah. So And then you can go to college <laughs> with the money that you made yeah. from being a teen rock star. Oh, Joni. So, yes. Joni blew it. So this was the big song yeah. that they played. They're playing, I think they're playing in Arnold's. Sure, uh, of course they are. Yeah. I think it's called, what's the song called? Devil De- Gate Drive. Devil Gate Drive. It's not bad. Yeah. It sounds nothing like the 50s. Right. It's it's it's, it's a Susie Quattro song. It sounds like a Susie Quattro, yeah. like early 70s song. Okay. But it's pretty good. Also, the only name I like better than Pinky Tuscadero is Leather Tuscadero. Yes. <laughs> and let me tell you something right now. Pinky and Leather look nothing alike. No, that's fine. Yeah. Just nice Italian kids, yes. I'm assuming. Um, and I'm going to assume Gary Marshall gets the credit. He probably grew up with someone named Tuscadero. Yeah, 100%. Hey, she's good. Yeah. yeah. She's not real leathery. No. She wore leather jackets. Okay. Yes. It doesn't sound too 50s-ish to me. This to me sounds like a 70s song. Yeah. And you can't say devil in a 50s song. <laughs> there's Anson Williams in the background. And that's Potsy? Potsy. Yeah. And where's Joni? Joni is She's in the blue. Oh, that's Joni? Yes, that's okay. Joni. She filled in for the sick person. <laughs> And there's a 40-year-old man playing a teenage <laughs> yes. punk. A yeah. 40-year-old Jewish man playing an Italian punk. <laughs> Look, we claim him. He's an Italian icon, Fonzie yes. is. <laughs> this is so corny. Was that Mrs. Cunningham? Yeah. I, I really should know Happy Days better. I mean, it was I mean, it was just something you watched when you were a kid. Yeah. But this was a big episode. Yeah. Like, I remember this going, oh, this is a really good episode. Susie Quattro is real cute. I have no other knowledge of Susie Quattro <laughs> other than Happy Days. Yeah. Other than that, she's kind of like a like rock icon to yeah. a lot of young women. I have no idea what else she does. Except that she's a badass. Who's the other girl singing backup? The other girl is the other uh, backup singer. Oh, that's, it's not a... Yeah. yeah, okay. Wait, was that a different language? Is this it a, sounded weird. A, I think we're watching a, uh, in a yeah, I think yeah. it's an Italian version. So I think so. When she spoke dialogue, it was dumb it's Italian. Italian. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Yep, and so they're like, oh my God, Joni's great. You did a great job, Milwaukee. And then like, we're going to do a tour. Uh, I, was hoping, I was hoping that Fonzie would say something in Italian. Like, 
He would say, A! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what A is in Italian. I don't know. Yeah. But that's what Fonzie said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was super fun. Yeah. Uh, we got to do more Susie Quattro in the future. Yeah. I mean, people still talk about her to this day. Yeah. About how great she was. And I was like, I don't know if I'm happy to. I feel like very recently I was listening to a podcast. I think it was a podcast about the talking heads. And like Tina Weymouth was like, I'm just going to play like Susie Quattro. Like she learned to play bass listening to Susie Quattro records or something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. My next artist, I wonder if you've heard of her, Colleen Green. Okay. Did yeah. Colleen Green front a band? No. Colleen Green is a solo artist. No, then I don't know. I think maybe I brought a Colleen Green video to a previous episode, but we've been doing this for so long at this point that I, knows? I cannot remember so what many we've done. So many done. videos. This is brand new. This is a song from 2021. Oh, wow. Uh, Colleen Green put an album out in 2015 called I Want to Grow Up, which I listened to a lot mm-hmm. and was real psyched because she hadn't put out a full studio album since then. She put out like a couple EPs. But this is a single off of her new album from this year called Cool. Uh, she is based in L.A. I have seen her live. I saw her play a comedy show in, in the back of Meltdown Comics when that was still a thing that happened. Wait, did she do stand-up? Not at all, but but sometimes comedy shows will take the form of a, of a variety show. Oh, okay. Just, like, have a musical guest. Um, so she was just like the musical guest at the oh, wow. show. And it was right around the time uh, I Want to Grow Up had come out. So it was like right before I started working at the company where oh, you okay. and I met. Um, and I just like looked up to see if she was playing any shows and it was like, oh yeah, she's playing some, and it wasn't like a big popular one either. It was like a show that me and my friends might've put on at the time. Oh, wow. Uh, but it was at Meltdown Comics in, uh, in West Hollywood. She just played, played in that back, that back room. That's crazy. Uh, so that was wicked cool. And, um, and I'm excited that she has a new album out. So let's watch the video. I, I, this has got to be the most recent thing you have of, on the show tonight. It might but yes, it is, technically, okay. but only by like a matter of months. I'm not sure when this video came oh, out, okay. but it's not the only thing from 2020. Oh, wow. Uh, but this is I Want to Be a Dog, not I Want to Be Your Dog, which is the Stooges song. Although I feel like there's it's there clearly a reference and there's sort of like even a musical nod to it, oh. I feel like. And it's uh, it's it's literally about that. It's not like... It's, there's not coded. No, there's, there's, not no... Like, there's nothing coded or like some sexual subtext. It's really about... That she wants to be a dog. Dogs are great. I want to be a dog. Yeah. And I just love... And she's based in LA, but I know she's from Massachusetts. And it turns out that one of my best friends from college who transferred knew her at UMass Amherst. Oh, my God. Oh, I do recognize her. I think you watch TV by her. She's a song about how much she loves TV. Yes. Great, great pop rock songs. Uh, again, this yeah. isn't my milieu, but I go if I if, if I didn't know this and I just closed my eyes, I go, oh, is this Liz Fair? It's definitely in that vein. Yes. Yeah, yes, in a good way, not yeah. like a, oh, it's and classic Liz Fair, like Exile era yeah. Liz Fair, not Why Should I or or whatever pop Liz Fair. Unlike Why Should I? I <laughs> <laughs> do. Or extraordinary. Why can't I? Why can't I? Do you yeah. like extraordinary? Probably not. I don't even know that. Is I that... am extraordinary. Oh, so I'm going to tell you right now, I like this. Yeah, I like this. This, this, is, is, this is some poppy shit. Yeah. I like this. 
I also appreciate about her that, like me, she always wears the same outfit. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's w- with the sunglasses and the yeah and the white seat, like same look that she had yeah. six years ago. Why change it if it works? Yeah, I don't mess with perfection. And also, when I saw her, like no band, just her and a guitar and like a drum machine. Oh, like, that's uh, cool. I think she's really shy or has like a lot of social anxiety and just like can't be in a band oh wow <laughs> that's the impression I get no that's the yeah. thing this is a good song yeah she's great and this like really all good. her songs are this good yeah. she's super good and, and the video is just she's at the park with a bunch of dogs yeah just like looking at I'm going I wish I was you yeah that's gotta be an LA park is this uh, uh, yeah, because it looks like it's on um, uh, uh, Forest Lawn Drive. Mm-hmm. Okay. It looks like they're going like going to the zoo and stuff. She's also playing the same guitar that she played six years ago when I saw her live. Oh, wow. And in her other videos. So. I like the use of guitar in this. Yeah. As someone who's not a guitar-oriented fan. Like, she's... My favorite kind of artist in that she's not a virtuoso at her instrument, but she has a great pop songwriting ability. Yeah. Yeah. That's way more important to me than being like Ingve Mom's yeah. being like shredding. Yeah. I don't really care about shredding. Yeah. Like, oh, you're competent, but you have a great sense of putting chords together yeah. in a catchy way. I'd, I'd rather hear this than anything from Steve Vai. Yeah. And look how cool she is. She's really... Wait, did you put on a dog collar? Yes, she did. Because she's like, I just want to see what it's like. Yeah. Not because it's super rock and roll. It's that too, but also because she wants to be a dog. She wants to be a dog. Yeah. And she makes it work. Yeah. I like how she keeps looking in the mirror going, I think I could be a dog. And also, yeah, and it's not, again, it's not a sexualized, like, I want to be a sub or something like that. I think it has to... I haven't listened to the lyrics because you know I don't pay attention to the lyrics. No, I should so many of her songs are about social anxiety yeah. or like like I said her last album is called I Want to Grow Up yeah so I think it's about like I want to be a dog because it's like they know how to be friendly and yeah. social and I don't it would be just, it would be it would be easier for me if I were a dog yeah so yeah Liz Fair went pop and I feel like Colleen Green fills the role oh, that, I could... that Liz Fair used to fill <laughs> for me I I as much as I like Pop Liz Fair, I can't, I can't say that that's wrong. Yeah. And she's about my age. She looks a lot younger. She looks way younger. Yeah. I think she's only like maybe two or three wow. years younger than me. And she's been around for a bit then? For like five or six years? Yeah. Okay. But I think she got started a little. Like I think she's in her mid-30s. She, she could easily pass her like 21. A hundred percent. Yeah. That was a really good. I gen- genuinely really like that song. Yeah. I, I kind of thought you would. Because yeah. it's, it's like it's definitely... On the pop side of rock. It's very accessible. Yeah, but I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hate this next thing. <laughs> it's been going the next way. Well, I like that I'm here for the title, and that's about it. Uh, yeah, this is Shut the Fuck Up by The Coat Hangers. That's a great name. It's right up there with Seven Year Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the, here's our song. It's called Shut the Fuck Shut Up. Shut the Fuck Up. It's from... Oh. This is like 12 years old at this point. This is from their debut album. They are still together. They've put out several albums. They're uh, they're uh, sort of a punk band from uh, Atlanta. Oh wow! Yeah, the Coat Hangers. I was into this when it was when it was their only album out. I've, I've liked the Coat Hangers for a long time. Oh wow! And I've liked 
this live performance of this song for a long time. It's real rough around the edges. You're going to hate this is, it. This is legit from 2009. 2009. Uh, this performance is from September 30th, 2009 at the Cake Shop in New York City. I don't know what that is. I'm guessing it probably doesn't exist because places come I'm and go. I'm sure it's gone. <laughs> uh, this is the Coat Hangers. You are going to hear a little keyboard in this. I like keyboard. And there's a cute thing where there, I think it's the guitar player at the time was new. Like their mm. OG guitar player quit. And there's some interaction between the band members and the guitar player where like they keep kind of checking in with her. Like, hey, you having fun? Like you got, and she seems a little unsure oh, of herself. Oh, that's interesting. But it's, it's real sort of cute. But the drummer sings this song. and she's I the, like when drummers sing. She's the best. I have such a crush now, on her. Now, is this song... Truly a minute and 55 seconds, or is it just because of the video? No, it's, I mean, it might be even longer than the studio cut. Oh my god, that's yeah, you know, hysterical. Yeah, you, know, you get in, you get out. That's what's, it's, a, it's a right in Paul's wheel. Right in the, yeah, right in the zone. Grow up, then grow shut up, up, and then shut the fuck up. That's the whole part. I hate this song, but I love that chorus so much. I love, I love those lyrics. You told your mom I made you cry, and this always happens, and you don't know why. Well, grow up and shut the fuck up. I love the sentiment of the song. Her voice is stressing me out. Oh, it's the best. It's it's making me like, are you okay? I'm she, stressed out. She's so cool. <laughs> and just heard like the rolled eyes. <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. This is perfect rock and roll. This is so funny. Yeah, I don't like it, but I love that chorus. You're 21 going on 17. <laughs> I love that that's the chorus. Shut the fuck well, up. Yeah, it's the name of the song. So we're halfway over. It's almost that's hard. insane. That little keyboard. They're also like, this is, they're all, all yeah. of them are like, this is fun. Everyone's smiling and having fun except yeah. the drummer who's pissed. <laughs> yes, which is really funny. Yeah. I know that you threw away you like the way I can pass. Oh, And then shut the fuck up. Wow. Yeah. So you want to Yeah, I like that their guitarist is wearing bunny ears. Yep. And the other one looks like she's playing guitar for the first time tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would have enjoyed this show so much if I'd been there. This is a very Paul show. Yeah. They're playing in like a tiny room. You tiny can tell. room. Yeah. Probably not a ton of people. Yeah. It's very raw and the sound's not great. And they play for like 40 minutes and you're out and you're like, that was the greatest concert ever. Yeah. That to me is a perfect song. <laughs> and the drummer is my dream girl. Everything about this is Paul. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, this is so my real house, man. <laughs> I love the chorus. And I, I know that you hate that, but, I, but her voice was really hard for me to listen to. Yeah. yeah. But that I love the sentiment of just grow up and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Not only do you need to grow up, but you also need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's two things you need to do. And it's and it's then shut yes. the fuck up. Yeah. 
Grow up first. Not grow up and then you can speak. Yes. Just grow up, but then still. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Because you're still not writing. You've grown up, right? Yeah. Still. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's a good sentiment. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so punk and like. It's so punk. Like you don't need to. You clearly don't need to be able to play an instrument. There's. It's no. You can see it. There's yeah. proof. <laughs> that bassist. I was like, are you know what you're doing? No. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, it's all it attitude. It's a hundred percent attitude. Yeah. All right, you picked the next video, and I'm so glad you did. <laughs> I love this song. I cannot believe that. I know, it's weird. I think we talked about this band before. I think when I brought them to an episode, I just I went for their second biggest yeah. hit, because this one seemed so obvious. But yes. like, it's about time we talk about Seether. Yeah, Seether by Baruch Assault. Yeah. One of the best names for a band ever. Another great bad name, sure. Yes. Especially for like Gen X, like yes. they grew up with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. When I when I was like, yeah, because this is maybe like ninety three or four. Yeah. And when I was like heard Seether, I was like, oh, the band's called Veruca Salt. I was like, yeah. Wait, you can do that? Yeah. You can name a band a character from a movie. It was just it feels it like maybe one. they might have had to pay some money for that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. all, what, what the copyright is. But for for those who don't know, Veruca Salt is the name is the name of one of the kids in in. Charlie's she's uh, she's the one who wants it now. I want it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's the she's the. Uh, well, they're all bitchy. They all they're she's all. She's the one that's the prince, she's the worst. She's the brat. She's the brat. Yeah. she has the, and she's the one that has the song. I want it. Now. I want it now. Yeah. yeah, and it's so it's such a like Gen X yes punk girl bands to name themselves Veruca Salt. It's yes. really perfect. And I, when this song came out, I was like, this song's great. Yeah. And then a lot of people were like, it's not punk. Because it was such grunge. a mainstream hit. It was such a mainstream hit. Like, yeah. It was like, oh, Veruca Salt's not grunge. I was yeah. like, who, who fucking cares? Yeah. Yes. It's the 90s reactionary yes. anti-sellout sentiment. Yes. Which I'm mostly about. I feel like we've overcorrected away from it at this point where everyone's just like, I'm a personal brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's a marketer now. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes the uh the anti sellout sentiment of the nineties kind of went too far. It's like, no, shut up, Maruka Salt is great. Who cares if they're on a major label? Yeah. This is just good. That was it. It was like they're on a major label. Yeah. Like, so what? Yeah. Who fucking cares this music? This is great. And I'll tell you a story about this, which I might have said before, but it's worth bringing up again. And, and we loved this at the time. I remember my brother having this C D and like anytime it came on the radio when I was eleven, I was super into it. Great song. Yeah. Seether. Had no idea what it was about. Neat. Still no <laughs> I think it's a song about abortion, isn't it? it was, oh, is it? I think so. I didn't even know. No. I just remember like, dude, this song rocks. Yep. That's, That's hard. really little. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's just melodic enough for me. Yeah. And their names were Louise and Yes, I can't remember them. And I can't remember the other one. I gotta look it up. I'm I so embarrassed. Was, I think it was maybe an acrimonious breakup. Were too. they sisters? Or or I think they were sisters. And we talked recently about how brothers always fought. Yes. Uh yeah, they, they had a lot of static between them. Oh my god, they're so like brunette 90s girls that I knew. Yeah. Doing theater in Chicago. Well that's the thing. They're from Chicago. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. And you were there at the time? Well, I just missed them. And I had heard, like, they had left. But I got there in 90, late 92. Yeah. So they had already kind of left. And maybe they had gotten their record contract and, and done in LA. But they were the, all the talk about that. And I remember going to this fucking concert. 
for this group called Lime Credo. Uh-huh. And I went because my roommate went, and there's another, like, fucking Chicago grunge band. And they were like, Lime Credo's next. <laughs> it was Veruca Salt. Yeah. Right now that Veruca Salt's big, Lime Credo's next. I have to say, Kirk, never heard of Lime Credo. <laughs> nope. Went to the concert, never heard of them again. Not as good a name. No, not a great it name. Might have been as good a band or even better. Who knows? Well, that was the thing. Everyone was like... Everyone was kind of like a, who knew Lime Creator like, Lime Creator should have gone before Veruca Salt. Uh, and I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Veruca Salt, yeah. the song, I know this one song, this song's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I can remember, like, it came six months too late where it was already like, oh, they're, they're, oh, like, they're doing this, like, they're copying grunge. Like, I, grunge came and went real fast. It was real fast. And this isn't grunge, but... It's pop rock, that, but yeah. but the vibe is very grunge because that's just the vibe of the time. But it's already it's already on the other side of the crest of the wave where it's like, oh, alternative music is a thing, and so record labels are snapping up every alternative yeah. act. But they're good. This is a great song. This is a great song. I put up there like to me like this and like the Breeders' Cannonball. Yeah, those are all like great songs. Uh, they're not sisters. I think I made that up just because of the. Uh, we're best friends, but we hate each other yes. dynamic. I thought they had a bad, like, there, there, there was a bad breakup. It was, but there were reunions and other breakups. Right? Um, yeah. Nina Gordon and Louise Post. Louise Post, yeah. yes. Nina Gordon, no relation to Kim. No. But yeah, like, like seeing this video now, I'm like, oh my god, I just... I met so many theater women that looked like this. Uh, and it just like it I, just. I wish out. I could. They don't look like that anymore. No. It's a, it was just a whole different vibe. Yeah. But yeah, like, and I never understood like people were like, "Vrugaso is not that good." I was like, "What do you mean? This is a fucking great song." Yeah. Not a one-hit wonder. They also had Volcano Girls from their follow-up album, Eight Arms to Hold You. But uh, it wasn't as big a hit. No, I and, think uh, this dwarfed it big. Like, this was a legit... This was a huge hit. Volcano Girls was a hit. And I like it quite a lot. <clears throat> but it didn't touch Seether. Yeah, I don't even think... I'm sure I know Volcano Girls. I just... Can't I think it. we might have looked at Volcano yeah. Girls on maybe a previous Rebel Girls episode. Yeah. But again, we're four and a half years into this thing. So I don't much has happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm so glad you picked that one. Uh, the next one is also yours. Yeah. Which is, I feel like we talked about this band recently, maybe when we were doing Pandemisodes. I think we talked about it during the Pandemisodes. Yeah. I can't remember what. Uh, I don't know either. And the only reason, this is the Ting Tings. Yeah. Doing That's Not My Name. Mm-hmm. Which I love this song. That's kind of a one-hit wonder, I think. Yes. Ting Tings have The only thing that I know from them is they were on Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, okay. And they did the song... Uh, I can't remember. It's an 80s song from 16 Candles. If they were me, if they were me, and I was you. And I, and they okay. did it on Yo Gabba Gabba. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy, happy birthday. And they covered that. They yeah. covered that. I was like, they sounded exactly like that band. I was like, they're fucking good. And they're on Yo Gabba Gabba. And then this came a little later. That's not my name. I saw Paul F. Tompkins <laughs> do this. You know the comedian Paul. I Tompkins. love Paul Tompkins. He used to do a variety show at Largo. Yeah. And he would always end it with a... Like, he would have lots of other comedians and musical guests as part of the variety. And he would end every show with a sing-along to some pop song. And one time he did this. And he can kind of... He can carry a tune oh, really wow. well. 
And I wish I could remember who sang it with him, like Maya Rudolph or maybe. Oh, that would be great. Um, but yeah, he did. He did this. It was really good. This is good. This is yeah. another one of those poppy, but it's still got a little bit of an attitude because yeah. it's still like that's not my name, and I love that vibe. They're a they're a British duo, a boy and a girl, who I think are a couple, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. And I don't even know if they're still together. I mean, this is back. This is like 2006, seven. This like would that. be like 2000. See, my kids were on yoga. Watching yoga, yoga. It was like yeah. 2000, like seven or eight. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very. They're very British pop. Yeah. But I love it. And I like the drums on this. The whole thing is good. I like when it gets to the end. The sing. The yeah. singing part at the end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right away, you're like, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. The whole jump rope song yeah. sound. I think she's cool. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Terry from Berlin. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Totally different music. Totally different music. The, 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 her look, yeah. yeah. Without the hat. <laughs> I love like this. If, oh. if Terry Nunn were in an in, a British indie pop duo yes. in the 2000s, then she would look like this. Definitely. This hook is yeah. so good. Oh, I, I mean, what a great second one. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I think they might have one or two songs. I love the way that they Frankenstein the layers of this, you know, where he starts adding his talky bit to that. Yes. And then... This song kind of also get me, uh, it gets me kind of hyped up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've always loved this song. Wow. They all, they basically did everything. She did vocals, guitar, bass, drums, bass, guitar, and cowbells. Yeah, it is just the two of them. Just the two of them. Drums, lead guitar, bass. Wow, they do it all. And now you hear him under that. 2008. Yeah. It is very 2000, but, but oh. it's not dated. It holds up. But. Shut up and let me go. That was their other song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotta say, I feel guilty because uh, I don't know her name. <laughs> Katie. Okay. This part. This is a good part. Yeah. Katie White. Katie White. And, and claps. guys, he's about to say Paul. As we've established, hand claps make everything better. And then they put all three parts together: the singing yes. part, the chorus, and then his sort of. Hockey, baseline, spoken word part. Yeah. I think she's super cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they did an album in 2018. Oh, did they? Yeah. That was their last album. They did 2008, 2012, 2014, 2018. I'm, just, I'm amazed that they got the four albums. That's great. They might be a bigger deal in the UK. I bet you that's probably the yeah. case. Yeah, where yeah, it's all yeah, just kind yeah. of this becomes this like wall of sound. Up, yeah. And I think I I don't want this I don't want the Tintings without Katie 
Like, as well as like the guy's like fine. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like uh, Billy Eilish's brother. Yes. Like he's definitely contributing to the music, but yes. it's, it's, this is about Katie. This is about her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're glad you're here, kind of holding it down. Yeah. Like you're necessary, but. And I we're not coming for you. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> That's right. And I feel like almost he's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah. I understand. I, he's got no quarrel with Yeah, you. he's got no problem with Yeah. Okay, uh, we've got four clips left, and they're all mine. And they all sort of go together. Oh, it's a little themed? Right, tell a little story. Ooh. This first clip we may have even watched before. All right. I can't remember. But yeah, so we repeat a couple yeah, clips. Like I said, we've been doing this for a while. Been doing this since 2017. This is the Pandoras, who I know we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. This is one of those bands from the 80s that were doing like 60s jangly, right? Like early bangles, you know? Yes. Do we do it in girl groups, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or maybe even a previous Rebel Girls. Yeah. Uh, if we didn't watch this clip, I'm pretty sure we watched another clip song that they did on this local LA cable access show oh. that we're about to see. Uh, I picked this one because it's the most 60s of the songs that they did. It's the title track from their album, It's About Time. This is the Pandora's in 1984. Ooh, and on a, on a cable access. On LA cable oh. access. And then we're going to watch a different performance of them from 1988 on Arsenio. They made Arsenio? Yes. That's a big deal in 88, man. And they changed so much in those 40 years oh, that love, they are a different band. I love when bands change. Because they were clearly, like the Bengals, like chasing a hit. They're like, hey, let's make some They're money. like, oh, I guess we've got to do hair metal. Yeah. Uh, but this was them at first. This is how they started. Oh, this As, is going to be exciting. Like Paisley Underground adjacent. Mm-hmm. We are reviving this, this 60s like birds sound. Uh, like jangle rock. You know the birds, yeah, definitely. Except they're definitely a little bit more like garagey and mm-hmm. edgy than the Bengals. And so eighty-five, this is eighty-five. And now the title track from their album, "It's About Time." So, L.A. cable access. Like even look at them; they're doing like yes, the whole hippie, vibe is yeah, a hippie retro yeah. thing. Oh, this is so retro. Yeah, Paula Pierce. Like, literally, if you'd said, like, this is from the 60s and it's very early color. Yeah. Show, like, hullabaloo. Exactly. I would be like, oh, I believe you. I believe you. Wow. It's got your tambourine, Paul. Yeah. There is something a little bit, like, punk-influenced snottiness to it. They're very detached. Yeah. Very detached. How many are in the group? Four or five. Okay. And they had a lot of lineup changes. The main constant is is Paul Pierce, the front runner. Okay. Who, uh, I know we've talked about them before and I mentioned this, died of a brain aneurysm in 1991. Yes. Yes, yes. you did mention that. In her 30s. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitively not my type of because I don't like 60s music. Oh, I love this. But um, it's, more than anything, this is freaking me out. That this is '85. Yeah, but I kind of, I kind of even prefer '60s influenced '80s music oh, like this to okay. the, the original stuff. Like this sounds more 
Paisley 60s than the early bangles ever did. Yeah. This is laying way into it heavy. But I think it's edgy. Like, it leans a little more into, like, the psychedelic yes. end of things than the, than the bangles did. I think so. Yeah. And they are a little more. The bangles, even when they were doing it, they were a little more presentation. Yeah. Girl groovy. Yeah. It's this like is the, the bangles are the Beatles and the Pandoras are the Stones. Yeah. They, that's a good point. Yeah. They're, they're very, like, oh, we don't care if you like us. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they'll beat you up like a yeah. uh, seven-year bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, all the bangs. Yeah. I mean, this is a concerted effort to be like, we are a 60s band. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no way they were going to try to pass it off. Like, no, we're doing it on our own thing. Like, no. they are dressing up like 60s yeah. rock stars and playing that sort yes. of music. That was the point. So now we're going to see them... Four years later. Four years later. On Arsenio Hall. Now, yeah. in the order, did they add the the, or is that just someone doing that? What, for the Pandoras? Because no, you have Pandoras. Pandoras. Yeah, that's no, just... Okay. You can't rely on attribution from people uploading shit to YouTube. <laughs> I figured that, but I just thought it been funny if they're like, four yeah. years later, we're now the Pandoras. Yeah. And this is their... The lead single off an EP they did called Rock Hard... Uh, called Run Down Love Battery. Oh, this is going to be so which, great. Which I'm pretty sure I talked about on a top five during okay. And was like so sad that we couldn't listen to it. Uh, and they've had some lineup changes, but it's still Paula Pierce out front doing Run Down Love Battery on the Arsenio Hall show in 1988. Oh, my we God. we get a little intro. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I totally lied. We're going to watch the music video. That's okay, too. Uh, there is an Arsenio clip, but I ended up choosing the music video because it's easier to hear. Yeah. Uh, but it's still the same vibe. Run down love battery. Yeah. I mean, this is all very 80s with the lipstick. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Same band. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> No, holy shit. Yeah, it's just hair metal. Well, it's a little more rock. I, I, mean, I they, genuinely like this. The sound is more rock, but they are dressed like Vixen. Oh, for sure. This is Vixen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were 100% hits. It's like, hey, listen. They're looking for, yeah. They're let's, looking, let's they're looking for a hit, yeah. And even though we're not watching the Arsenio, for them to be in Arsenio, is, that's a big deal. Yeah. And this was not a successful hit. Like, they tried to make it one. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard this on the radio. Yeah. yeah. Tambourine's still there. That tambourine's got going. Hell yeah. Okay, now. I don't hate this. Now, I mentioned there were some lineup changes. Yeah. This new bass player is someone we've talked about before on the show. Okay. She would later form uh, a band of her own that had a, some minor success in the 90s, one of my all-time favorite bands. This is Kim Shattuck from The Muffs. Wow. Yeah. She, what she, the she joined fuck? the Pandoras for like a minute. Just like, I need a gig? Yeah. She, wow. Yeah, she became their bass player. For Whoa. A yeah. Different kind of knock now, quite a bit different yeah. than the muffs as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, but that's her. Oh my god. But it's Polish. It's Paula's project. Like a hundred percent this could have been like opening for Poison Crew. Yeah. 
very Lena Ford. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, she she originally formed the Muffs. The Muffs were originally a four piece, two girls and two right. guys. And the other woman who formed the Muffs was also part of the Pandoras at this. I mean, say what you will, but they were <laughs> Pandoras launched a lot of careers. Yeah, and I'll always wonder, like, Paula Pierce died so young yeah. in 1991, and I wonder what else she might have done. If she would have been sort of stayed, like, sort of yeah. an underground yeah. you know, music music nerd's favorite, or if she might have eventually popped. Yeah, or if she was one of those, like, you know what, I'm just going to produce people, because I, I know the biz. Could have been, yeah. It would have been fascinating if she was around long enough where she's like, let's see what this grunge is on. And she turned a little brush. Yeah, like, yeah, chasing trends yeah, still. Yeah. And then it was finally like, you know what, I can do it all, I'll just do that. And then finally going back to just like the 60s stuff yeah. that she wanted to do. Yes. This is so late 80s. Yeah. yeah. There's no way they're the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's almost kind of sad how you're like, oh, look at them like trying to have a hit. Like, yeah. Trying to be relevant. Yeah. But that said, I like it. Like they I don't did hate it this. well. <laughs> this isn't bad. No. This is better than Dixon. Yeah. It's better than Nelson. The tambourine's actually really good. Yeah. I can't believe. I mean, bands evolve and change, but there's only four years between. But it's this about is like we've talked about a lot. How like you know like bands like funk bands that like have had to be like okay we got to pare down. Yeah. You can make more money instead of become kind of a little more poppier. Yeah. But there's still this progression. This is a stark 180. Yeah. I mean, look, the Bengals did the same thing too, where they were like, well, we got to tease our hair up and, uh, yeah, and, and start they, making they, some hits. But they like went for like a, a song that Prince wrote. Yeah, and, and they still stayed, they still stayed poppy. Yeah. This is, this is fascinating. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> lots of leather, lots of leather, and then the, less paisley. <laughs> the uh, the you know the uh, fire in the background. Wow, yeah, run down love better. <laughs> just like Damn, such man. a perfectly dumb wow butt rock sort of title. <laughs> the Pandora's doing. It's about time, and then four years later, doing run down, down love better. better. Yeah, wow. Uh, so now. I want to talk about the Muffs a little more. Okay. Now let's see what the Muffs are doing. We're on a do. journey. So the Muffs, of course, I think their biggest hit was doing that cover of Kids in America from the Clueless soundtrack. Yeah. That, that plays over the yeah. opening credits. Kim Wilde song. Yeah. And they also did uh, Sad Tomorrow, which we've watched on the show. Okay. When, yeah, yeah. When, when Kim died a few years ago of ALS, which I'm still sad about. Yeah. She's like maybe my favorite rock singer. Mm-hmm. She just has the best yell. And, like, Courtney Love bit so much from her. Oh, I remember hearing that. Yeah. But this next song is is one of my favorites, but it's their debut single from 1991. And it's got a real, like, homemade video that's a lot of fun. This is New Love. And this is just two years removed from her being the bassist for yeah. the Pandoras. Uh, maybe less, because I don't think... She left until like 90, so it might just be like a year after she left the Pandoras. But now she's kind of like, all right, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Like this this band is is mostly Kim's band. Okay. And it's not quite punk and it's not grunge yet, but it's it's very like punk influenced Mm -hmm. sort of. It's just, it's great. You probably won't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No, this isn't for me, but come on. Yeah. A year prior, yeah. she was in a hair metal band. Yeah. That's crazy. 
I love her voice. And they shot this on like with Super 8 or Yeah. <laughs> this again is super 90s. It's just great footage of these 20 somethings yeah. hanging out in LA. Wow. Being very Gen X. Yes. Wait, so right now they're a three piece? Four. Okay, I'm, I can't see that. This that dude's the drummer. The tall Mark Marin looking dude is the bass player. Okay, okay. Kim plays guitar, and then I can't remember the the other woman's name, but she's from the Pandora's. Okay. Wow. Talk about it's a, a journey. This is six years removed from It's About Time. Yeah, but Kim wasn't in the band. But the other point. woman was? Paula Pierce. No, the one that's oh, in here now. I don't think she was either. Oh, okay. I think she and Kim were friends and joined the Pandoras together. Okay. But they were part of Rundown Love Battle. Yes. Wow. It was by the time the Muffs started having hits, the other girl left the band and they replaced the drummer and they and the rest of their career they were those the three piece. Okay. Kim, the tall Mark Marin looking dude on bass, and then their new drummer. Where okay. that was that's the main line. Oh, that's the main line, okay. I love the backing vocals on this. Wow. This is, song is perfect. It's, I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but it is kind of poppy. It's not like, yeah. it's not just fucking noise. It's real sing-songy. Yeah. Two minutes and 13 seconds. Perfect again in your wheelhouse. And the buzzsaw guitars. Very, he, very Johnny Ramone. And then he only showed his butt. And then they're mooning the camera. Because that's what you did in the 90s. Because they don't care, man. No, oh, man. No. Wow. Yeah. It's quite a transition in those few years. It's actually kind of freaky. Yeah, but... Like, culture is so stuck now. We're in this, like, how much have things really changed in the past 20 years? Musically, like, barely at all. Considering how fast trends used to come and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or am I just perceiving it that way because I'm older? (laughs) It's probably more that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, But... But yeah, I, that's you get whiplash trying to piece together. This, that was really like all yeah. over the place. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and then the last clip we're going to watch is a band that we mentioned. Yes. We talked about a few episodes ago in our Child Stars episode. Yes, that's right. This is a, a an LA a current LA band of tweens and teens the linda lindas the ones that played at the uh, library yes oh they're fucking great they're awesome yeah they rule uh they did i said they did a couple covers for that this movie called moxie mm-hmm. that, that uh, amy, Poehler, amy Poehler put together for netflix i don't yeah. know anything about it it's a real uh, teenage uh, girl empowerment movie. yeah it's yeah. about teenage teen girl rock bands yeah. i think or something uh the linda lindas covered rebel girl mm-hmm. by bikini kill which we mentioned. Yeah. And this song, Big Mouth, which is also a cover, it's a muff song. Oh, look at look at the synergy going on. So here. this is the story I told him. Yeah, this yeah, is the Linda the Lindas yeah. doing a really great, <laughs> faithful muffs cover of Big Mouth from the Moxie. Oh, look at them. They put masks movie. on too. Good for them. Yeah. This is some live show they did. I love that they have to write like a school essay. Oh, this is great. Just for you. Here's Big Mouth, our Muffs cover, 
Oh, that's so that's so school. They're so like school yeah. nerds. Yeah. They're great. <laughs> uh, I wish Kim were alive to see it. Yeah, shooting like that's fucking cool. These girls are cool. Yeah, they're great. The bass player who's singing lead on this has got it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, she's got she's got charisma. Yeah. Uh, good for them. So this was what a year or so after that library episode, library concert. No, the library concert was in like April or May, and this is June. Oh my god! Yeah. Of this year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You almost want to see them like blow up. Yeah. Then you almost don't want to see them blow up. I want to protect them. Yes. Uh, oh. I don't. Yes. I don't want them to get so big and popular that they get yes. exposed to all the trauma of being yeah. a child celebrity the gro- and the grossness of it all. But I feel like they're in good hands. Yes. Just the way that they're all like they're dweeby. Yes. They're cool dweebs but yes. just the way that they like intro they're sort of like we hope you like it. Hope like you like it. Then they do a pose. Yeah. And, yeah. That's some good parenting. So you hope that that stays that way. I feel like yes. I feel like they have bedtimes and yes. can only practice once they've done their homework. You know. <laughs> yes. That's what I want. And I love how they're like I love how they just like scream at the end like the punk rock scream. Yeah, but they're like they're little great. kids, they're and they're just, they're just having fun. Yeah. Like, I feel like the band's gonna break up once they all go to college. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, they're all gonna get, like, PhDs. Yes. Like, that's that's their first priority. And, and they'll, then maybe they'll, they'll reform again. They'll reform again. Like, Remember, we did the thing, and yeah. I'm a doctor now, and you're an educator. <laughs> right. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. They're great. I also wonder, and I'm not judging them either way, but, like, did they discover and like the muffs on their own? Or do their parents like the muffs? I think their parents <laughs> Maybe like their the parents muffs. were friends with, you know, the I drummer think, in the muffs. I think or... the parents go, here's this. Do you like it? Yeah. And they go, yes. And the parents are like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a, and if they didn't, they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's not your thing. Yeah. But they seem to be genuinely enjoying what they're doing. What they're exactly. Doing. Yeah. 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 They don't feel put upon at all. Yeah. So that was it. That was the last clip. I liked it. Yeah. I liked how you ended it. Yeah, the the next generation. The next of, generation uh, of Rumble Riot girls. girls who uh, seem to be embracing all the fun, a lot less of the angst. Yes, but they're still young. They're they're not like old enough to be. Angsty. See what happens when they're twenty. Yeah, one of them's like fifteen or sixteen, and it's like that's old enough. But if there's a nine year old in the band, you yeah, it's be still <laughs> they're still they're still kids. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, I love they're they're doing it. They're carrying the torch. They're definitively sure. carrying the torch, yeah. which is nice to see. But that is it for our third Rebel Girls episode. Thank you for joining us. Uh, music Raygun is hosted and produced by me, Paul Champanelli. And me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed, whose music you can and should check out on Bandcamp. That's B-A-G-W-E-E-D. Until next time. See ya! See ya.